When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Darren Goldsmith about to join us. Mm-hmm. Uh, always good to talk to Darren about major issues going around in the game, and there's a big one regarding umpiring at the moment. Some people saying that the, um, the vote should be taken off the umpires. Good time to lever our way into that. Just before we get to the great man, can mm. I just ask you a question? Yes. Uh, the AFL came out, uh, John Ralph's story, oh, no, Jake Niles' story, that they're going to go back to the season opener the way it was for a couple of yeah, years. Yeah, you mentioned that. Richmond Carlton mm-hmm. going to open it now on the Thursday night at the MCG. Mm-hmm. They trialled the grand final rematch uh, as a way to start the season. There's a view that Geelong and Sydney, you know, wouldn't quite fit the bill for a number of reasons. Um, maybe not the not a fitting way to start the season mm-hmm. at a venue that would have been crowd appropriate. Mm. Uh, so the AFL's decided to. Uh, if it had been okay, let me ask. So the question I'm asking you: a lot of people are saying, why are they doing this? Mm. Why have they gone back on this idea? The grand final last year or mm-hmm. this year yep. had it been Richmond and Collingwood. Mm-hmm. Do you reckon they would have made this call? Uh, no, they wouldn't. They would have run with it. So clearly it's uh, horses for courses. And and so, a... so what's the most important thing? Not the grand final rematch to kick the season off. Mm. What is the most important thing? Money. Crowd numbers. And crowd numbers, which is money. But the thing is, Andy, I think it's overrated. Oh, I don't know if it really makes that much difference. Of course, of course it's overrated. Who starts? So, so play that if you want to have a tradition – play it and, and have it in the first round and play it where you think it's going to get the best attention. It doesn't have to be the first game of the season on that Thursday night. You can still have that Geelong uh, Swans game on the Saturday. Still have that match. I don't think it makes any difference. Just don't, you don't have to be the actual first game. I think it's overrated. It's a nice little thing. Maybe it gets eyeballs. The two clubs, that Richmond and, and um, Carlton, would love it because it'll get a lot of eyeballs because they're waiting for it. But in the big scheme of things, I think of all the issues that need no, to no, be addressed. No, no, agree. But this is just the one we're talking about here. It is. And, and I There's think, no way they change. Are they playing that game? They are still playing. Is it the first round? Is it Geelong, Sydney? This is not the first game. Uh, I don't know. Don't know. We don't know yet. But it won't be the season opener. So well, who cares? Well, it needs to be down at Geelong then so they can unfurl the flag. Mm. That's going to be the case. So Nothing Geelong, Geelong that's on Sydney at the new stadium. They've got the new grandstand in. That'll all be done, I imagine. So away we go. I think they'd probably prefer to play it on the Saturday, wouldn't they? Don't know. Uh, it's just, it's just. I think we have an idea. Right. We put it into place. Everyone quite votes in. We think it's a good idea until little... we're not going to get mm. 80,000 there. Mm. It's not going to quite work properly. It's not going to hit the right KPI mm. for whatever KPI we're trying to hit. Andy, tell me so this. let's just shelve it and we'll go back to what we and have because we know we're going to get 85,000. Answer me this Richmond. question. If, for, let's just say they... Darren Gold's yeah, been he, if, they, if you had had the Sydney v Geelong on the Thursday night and it was an opening, mm-hmm, as the opening mm-hmm, game, mm-hmm. let's just say the next night, it's Richmond, uh, Carlton, yeah. Carlton, which was 
Do you reckon there'd be any less or more no. people going to the game because it's on the and it's not the actual first oh, game of the round? No, no. I don't think it makes any difference myself. No. Now I could be wrong. No. In fact, I think on the Friday night they'd probably get more. <laughs> you probably well, you probably would. It's not a school night. That's right, Darren Goldsfink. Bit going on in umpires at the moment with umpires. Hey, Darren, it's always a joy to have you on the program. Thanks mm. for being part of it. That's right, Andy. How you going? Yeah, good, mate. Have you got any? Have you got anything to say about the opening game of the season before we get a wriggle on or not? Uh, currently, Richmond sounds sounds pretty good to me. That'll do. Should have left it there in the first place yeah. and not uh, changed yeah. a single thing. Wouldn't have had to hang on for nineteen years <laughs> to, to talk about all that. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I wanted to hear. 19. Hey, it wasn't 19. It was only about four. But we appreciate your patience and indulging <laughs> us. Um, Darren, it, it, people are taking advantage of the moment that we've got, you know, with the you know, the betting inappropriateness in and, you know, the Brownlow and um, some high-profile and high-powered voices in the game are saying, right, let's get rid of t- – take the voting away from the umpires. Now's a good time to do it. Have you got a reaction to that? Oh, look, I, I think it's not important, but it, it's been an award that's been around for 100 years and it's been voted for by umpires, you know. Mm-hmm. So people just need to decide whether or not... It's a, one of a number of awards. So, you know, different people vote for different awards. So it, it just turns out that the Brownlow is voted for by umpires. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's a, it's a different view of of who's the best and fairest or the best player in a certain game. Mm. I could not agree with you more. I, 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 I think oh, it's simple just, as that really. It is. And I guess we're having this conversation on the back of what we, which was what was revealed yesterday. Uh, how, how strict or what type of guidelines and education are the umpires given to the importance of not sharing information about Brownlow votes? Oh, look, it's, it's, it's very important and, and it's uh, umpires are told ad nauseum or they were when I was involved that, you know, that sort of information is is classified or classified is probably not the right word, but... It'll do. It's, it's information that, that doesn't get talked about outside of the room where the votes are cast. Is, and, it, and how, is, it, yeah, is that easier said than done sometimes? Yeah, sitting around a barbecue on a Sunday afternoon, having a couple of beers with your mates... Is it at all conceivable in your mind, and we'll wait for more information to come out regarding the matter in front of us now, but is it, yeah. even in that sort of environment, is it conceivable to you that, you know, a simple slip of the tongue or, you know, an, an accidental comment could lead to the sort of story that we've got confronting us now? Or, or is that, don't you think that's possible? Well, well, it's possible because it, it may have occurred. Um, but it, it People that you you talk to or know that you umpire don't very often put you in that position where, yeah, yep. you know, they expect you to make a comment, you know, having known that you've umpired a game the day before or that day, they won't say, oh, how do you reckon this guy played? Mm. People just wouldn't ask you that question. And, and particularly now, I mean, back in the day, somebody may have said, oh, yeah, I thought he played well. He kicked six goals. He had 30 touches or whatever. But now it's more, it's even more with the betting the way it is, it's more incumbent on the umpire not to, not yep. to say anything at all. Yeah. And, 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 when, I, and I'm mm. sure that they're, they're educated in that, not to say that. I'm sure yeah. they are. And in that process of actually casting the votes, 
how collaborative is it yeah. between all the umpires? Is it is there a hierarchy? How does that work? No, no. Well, it'd be after a game, you come off and you do the paperwork that, that normally would go on, and the delegates of each club would come in and you'd hand that, and then then the umpires would go into a room on their own and and just discuss who they thought were the best players, and it's and it's certainly a collaborative thing, and, and then. The, the three two and one votes are uh, determined, and the uh, and the slip is signed mm-hmm. by each umpire, and it's put into an envelope, which is it's got an armor guard seal on that as well, and the the umpire signed the armor guard seal as well, put in the match envelope, and when I was umpiring, which was quite a while ago. And we didn't we didn't send it by carrier pigeon. No, no, I, no. I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> we actually drove no, we drove our horse and buggy to the house and put it in a right. We put it in a uh, in a locked, mm. uh, yes. not a post box, but a box that mm. we, we all umpires had a key for, and mm. we mm. drop it in there and it'd be picked up by armor guard on the Monday. Nicely <laughs> done. When you go into that little room and you have your chat about who the best well, candle, players... Candlelight, because there wasn't electricity around. No, that's true. Yep, yep. Uh, and you have your yes. chat about yep. who the vote should be uh, allocated to. Are you? Do you have statistical data in front of you? No, there's nothing. There's no devices or, or information about anything. Right. How lengthy could some so of those? Just, how lengthy could some of those conversations go, Darren? Can you remember days, you know, after games where uh, you can't? We can't give him the three. It's got to be this bloke. Can you remember a bit of back and yeah, forth? Look, yeah, look, sometimes, sometimes it might take twenty or twenty minutes to yep. decide who you thought was the best player. Mm. Yep, yep. You know, and some days it take two. In terms of what the umpires do, you know, and, and their relevance and responsibility to one of the most coveted awards in footy. I don't know whether this is the right way to characterise this, but is it a sense of great pride uh, and responsibility that the umpires bring to that part of their their weekly um, responsibilities? Oh, look, it's just really a part of the role that the umpire plays. You know, there's a whole heap of things that the umpire has to do, and one of them happens to be cast their votes for the Brownlow Medal. Um, you know. Obviously, it's uh, with umpiring. Really, the only thing you have is is your integrity. So, umpires always have always and always will take that role fairly pretty seriously. Yep. So, because once you haven't got that integrity, you haven't really got anything. So, so that that's why what what is alleged to have happened is such a big deal now because. It's sort of question it questions the integrity of the umpiring. Mm. Yeah. And, and not not only the group now, but what's gone on previously, I I think. Mm. And and is it difficult when you're making those assessments and, and I suspect that a lot of this is human nature, if you've got someone out there that may have been fantastic but just was talking crap, <laughs> was just maybe had a bit too lippy with the umpires <laughs> and just is it is it is it Difficult to park some of those personal things you might have and just judge someone on their form, or is that just a fact of the one of the issues when it's human nature? Oh, look, you try, you try because it's the fairest and best award. You take into account all those sorts of things, right? Um, but you know, the, the, I dare say there was times when that sort of thing happened when 
players were, you know, as you as you referred to them, lippy and mm. and you know it might come down to two guys and you might say, well, this guy played the game and did what you'd expect him to do. But the other guy, all he did all day was whinge and complain about <laughs> not getting a free kick or whatever. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I, yeah, I think what you're saying is correct. Mm. Can I put? We're talking to Darren Goldswing, who umpired for a very long time, 371 games, and one of the most respected umpires of his generation and, and you know, of all time. Uh, Darren, can I put to you something? To Grant Thomas, you know, strong views and has been very active on Twitter throughout the day. He's posted one, many tweets, but, but one of the ones that Tomo's tweeted is this, are we not concerned that all three, and Tomo's one of them, very active and, and a big advocate that the umpire shouldn't vote for the Brownlow medal. Yeah. He said this, are we not concerned that three All-Australian key defenders, Moore, May and Maynard, did not receive a solitary Brownlow vote between the three of them, yet they are among the top echelon of valued players in the competition and All-Australians? It goes to this notion that it's a midfielder's medal now. Do, do, you, have a, do you have a way of explaining how that is or a response in particular to Tomo's tweet and the kind of um, the point that he's making, you know, via it? Oh, look, I, I think it's probably fair to say that there is, there's a host of great players who have been either forwards or backs who haven't, for whatever reason, polled well in the round line. Um, and I, I, can't, I can't answer your question point blank as to why those guys don't get votes. It probably suffice to say that a lot of the awards these days are won by midfielders anyway. Yep, they are. No so and I don't think yep. the Brownlow's any different. Yep. Mm. That's not to take away from the, from the backs and the forwards because they're all great players. But for some reason, probably because people are concentrating more on where the ball is at the time and they see those players all the time getting the ball and distributing the ball to other players, that they probably come more under notice than the other guys. Who, who who might hold, for example, a backman who might hold a, a key forward to one goal or no goals. Yep. It's not something that you notice without having stats in front of you. Mm. Whereas a lot of a lot of the other awards, you have hindsight and you're able to sit down and assess that sort of stuff. Whereas as an umpire, you you, you can't because you haven't got any data to back up your thoughts. Yep, mm. makes sense. Hey, Darren, just on a more broader topic, uh, when you watch the game these days, have do you think that we're giving the umpires the best chance to do the best job possible? There's, you know, with a number of umpires, there's been some talk about that perhaps the boundary umpires should be more involved with field umpire-type responsibilities. Do you look at it and see uh, there's something stick out to you to say how things could be done better? We'll have six different interpretations of free kick, Andrew. How do you think that'll go? No, I'm not advocating any. I'm just asking. No, you are. You're a fan for this. No, I'm not. Yeah, no, you are. No, I'm not. I'm advocating. I'm, what I'm asking. You're thinking of umpiring yourself, are you? You're not in the slightest, but I'd be interested in your. He's a fan of this. He thinks it should come in. No, you, I don't. Yeah, you do. I did not. It you, was Eddie McGuire that yeah, actually mentioned it. And the mere fact agree. that I mentioned it. You agree. <laughs> But anyway, more to your view, uh, is there something with <laughs> the mechanics of the game or that, that you think that, hey, if, if this would make it a lot easier for the umpires? Oh, look, I, th- I think umpiring needs to evolve the same way that the game has. And umpiring's been, the game's been umpired for the same way for forever. Mm-hmm. And it hasn't been changed an awful lot. 
compared to the way the game's played. So, I mean, I'm happy to listen to listen to me. I'm happy. It doesn't matter what I think. But, no, we uh, care. We rang you yeah, and asked you to come I, on, I so we do care mean, what you've got to those, say. Those, those sorts of things that Eddie has suggested, mm-hmm. whilst you can you can debate them, it, 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 at least it's you can you can debate them, and you can come up with something that's better than we've already got. Mm-hmm. But you know, there'd have to be a lot of thought and a lot of study going into that sort of stuff before you said, yeah, we can do that. Because it's not, I mean, boundary umpires and goal umpires aren't trained to do that sort of stuff mm. at the moment. Maybe in 10 years' time they might be, or field umpires might assume their roles. I don't know. But, you know, it, it's something that's worth discussing. Because, right. as I said, I don't think the way the, the game's umpired has changed the way play, the, the game has mm. over time. Yeah, it's very cool. Um, as is always the case, we appreciate you taking our call and uh, making yourself available to us. So um, thanks a lot. You better go and have a lie down. You better go and have a always lie Always happy to hang on the phone for 20 minutes for you, Andrew. <laughs> Thank you, Darren. <laughs> Thank you, Darren. Well, I'd get on quicker Darren. if I rang up and asked a question. Come on, <laughs> Darren. Darren <laughs> Golds. See you soon. See you, mate. Darren Bye. Goldsmith joining us on the show. Um, <laughs> it's 20 past five.